The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Um, in terms of the install, um, just, just got to get guys healthier back, you know. So just waiting for guys, a couple of guys who kind of nicked up a little bit. So, um, but which is good, the young guys did a lot more work, so it's been good. When was Arvon able to get, like, get into football shape and kind of get going? Really just started really getting, hitting it during bowl prep. And they come back in January. Um, so it's really about a month and uh, two months in, you know, just trying to get back into shape and uh, trying to trust his, trust his knee. What's your message been to the group? What do you want to see out of them this spring? Um, you know, I think production-wise, I think we can do a better job um, creating more negative plays, um, trying to impact the pass rush a little bit more from the interior push. Um, and then just, um, you know, just trying to be sound and, and a bit more, more disruptive from both the run and the pass. Is there something about uh, players from Minnesota and the state of Minnesota that kind of attracts you guys? I, know you, um, I wouldn't say. I think okay, Willie. being in the Big Ten blueprint, as for as long as I was, I think, you know, the Midwest, you know, you you kind of know what you're getting, you know. Um, blue collar, hard work, grinders type players, you know. Um, but I just, I, you still have so many contacts out there in the in the the Big Ten blueprint, so I still have, you know, we, you know, myself and Schmidt and uh, guys that have been out there in the Midwest area. Um, and I just say, you know, you, you try to find the body types and and the mental piece of those things, and, and those guys are not necessarily just Minnesota, I think. Just in the Midwest, you can find body types, and, you know, even if you can't find them out west, you try to look in places that you've been. Who, if anyone in particular, are you super excited to see their development this spring? Uh, I think MJ. You know, MJ came, kind of came in last spring and then bumps along the road uh, during the season with injuries and stuff. So just seeing the healthier him. Um, and I think just the rest of the group, I think uh, uh, Thule, you know, Thule's kind of been the bell cow, him taking the next step. Um, and then really the younger guys, I think um, Javon and Armand. Uh, Armand, his first practice today, so, you know, but really I think Javon, the guys who had snaps last year, Javon, uh, he's got some explosiveness to him. Um, and then Banners gives you suddenness and quickness. So uh, I think those are the main guys. And, you know, really everybody, but I'm talking about uh, guys that can kind of take the next step. You know, uh, I think those guys would be. What are some of the main things you need to see this spring to feel confident about your group going forward? I, I feel confident coming out of last year. You know, I mean, nothing. I think I obviously would like to um, probably be more disruptive in terms of uh, negative plays and 
impact on the quarterback, but you know, I, 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 there's no lack of confidence in my group. You know, it's really just bringing the younger guys along. Foy Tanufi. Yeah. So, yeah. Ed, Ed Rush are you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, how much different are you in weight? Uh, probably like 10 pound to 15 pound. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. But. What do you think you weigh then? Uh, I weigh, right now I weigh around 255. Okay. Yeah. Was so. that intentional? Uh, not really, but I mean, I think it worked out for the best. <laughs> I mean, uh, being able to like build my speed and, and stuff like that for when I come off the edge, I feel like that's better. Mm-hmm. What was it like being out there today, starting practice and getting the first spring practice under your belt? It, it was good, actually. <laughs> I didn't do much, but it was good to have that feeling back, you know, being back with the boys uh, with our helmets on. So it was definitely a good environment to be in. Yeah. And what do you think about you know, some of the expectations of this team uh, on offense and defense? I mean, just like every other team, we're just trying to get better. You know? So I feel like we're just coming out this next spring ball just to get better, just to create that bond that we need. Or a better season this year. So. Did it unnerve you to see a teammate down like that for so long and all kinds of medical people in there? Yeah, it was it was definitely different. I mean, Maurice Harms, he's he's a dog for sure. So I mean, it's always it's always bad when one of us goes down, but we definitely have him in our prayers. Like we we'll always love him up. He's always the same with us. So. Of course. Is there any uh, thought of moving you over to edge? Did they talk to you at all about moving you uh, to edge at all? Yeah, they, they, they gave me the opportunity. Uh, I feel like at this point I can I can just play outside, play wherever I want to be honest. Did did because I saw you working out with the D line today. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So will you be kinda of going in between both of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's basically what it is. Like I, I go and ask uh, the edge coach for, for extra reps or just extra film so I can, mm-hmm. when the time comes, I could be able to. Did the coaches come and talk to you about possibly moving around a little bit, or did they, was it the drop and wait and they just said, hey, let's do this? Yeah, it's basically what the, the okay. second one is. So, I mean, they're just trying to, I guess, try to put the best players on the field is what it is. All right. Thanks, yeah. man. Of course. Coach Ange, you miss us? Yeah, great to see you all. <laughs> Long time no oh, see. Sure. Long time no see. You only have three days here before you get a long break. What's focus on the first three days? Fundamentals. Fundamentals, attention to detail, and understanding exactly how fast you have to play on every given down. Coach DeBoer talked about, you know, this time last year compared to this this year, just how much further ahead you are. <laughs> Guys know where to go. and you talk a little bit about that? Well, and, and that's the biggest thing when you come from year one to year two. Year two now is going to be about your development and preparedness. So it's about the skill development that you had to have during the offseason and also the scheme development and understanding that you have to have right now. And having the opportunity to go through that for a full year, you can tell that there are guys who are further ahead and along with, with respect to where, where we were a year ago. Take you a minute to get used to seeing number four and number five out there. <laughs> right. But those, uh, it's like the, the the job changes. Uh, when I, when I, every time I saw five, I thought about Alex Cook. <laughs> but but th- th- that's kind of the new energy, the new enthusiasm that we can always bring when you change your number up. That's what it is because the thing that we always put a lot of focus on is making sure in the end of the day, you still have to play fast. So it doesn't matter what the number on the jersey is. It's a matter of what you have inside of the person that's wearing the jersey. And if we want to get a little bigger this offseason? Yeah, yeah he, he swelled up a little bit. And that's when you have strength and conditioning people like Coach McKeefer and his staff, who's some of the best in America, and a nutrition staff that, Co- that Coach Alley brings in, you couple those two together and you're going to get great results from a body standpoint when you have individuals who work. 
what does he add to the defense just having him fully healthy from day one in, in spring and, and getting him in the competition there? Leadership, great discipline, and someone who's going to make sure that everything is accomplished on our defense. You got a new cornerback there, transfer in. I don't know, have you had much of a chance to take a look at Jabbar Muhammad? Yeah, we've had a chance to see him in all of the uh, winter conditioning items, and, and he's definitely uh, fast, quick. He's got some really good twitch to him, and we can't wait to just see him do his thing with consistency. And he's he's another guy that comes in where he has a lot of what you call sweat equity. He's got a lot of playing time under his belt, so we're going to be leaning and relying on him to be able to continue to keep getting better. Can you maybe give us a little bit of a scouting report on him, what we're going to see from him? Uh, he's going to be a guy on the island, and we think he can hold up on the island, and that's going to be one of the, the premier things that he's going to be able to bring to the table. He's very fast, elusive, and quick, and can blitz as well. I noticed JV on Green out there quite a bit with the ones. Yep, yep. Someone who's, who's had a great offseason, so we're excited about what he's doing and what he's bringing to the table, and Javion has been awesome during this offseason. Uh, he, he's another one of those guys where under Coach McKeefer and his staff, you can see the physical difference and also the mental difference with some of the things that he's done coming up on his own, getting his preparation in. Just one more from me. Losing Alex Cook, you not only lose the football player, but the leadership and he's like a coach out there. Who replaces that coach out on the field? Well, it, it's ev everyone. When you lose someone who has that much value to your defense, everyone, every person has to continue to keep accelerating their thought processes, their leadership, and their their skill development. So we're gonna really, we're gonna really, really lean on everyone. And but Asa will be the one on the back end who'll pick up, pick up the slack there. Ula Foschio. Sleeping the first thing. Like you gotta make sure you get good sleep. You know, I try to like drink lots of lots of water. I invested in a Brita, so I don't have to buy bottled water no more. So that's been helping. So just try to drink like eight glasses, and just put in the right stuff. Like football is like a good like like pound for pound sport. So you gotta eat a lot of protein and. Uh, also, got to get your nano greens and your vegetables and your fruit. So it's a lot of eating. It's a lot. It's a lot to manage. But like as you get older, you get used to it. You're looked upon as a leader. Or can you just talk about you know what kind of leader you are or you're aiming to be this year? Uh, I was actually talking to Coach Pete, and uh, one of the things that he told me were like the four agreements, and it's just like one, like be impeccable with your word. Uh, don't take things personal. And I forgot the third one, but, like, the last one was, like, be your best. So it's just more so, like, you know, just me being encouraging and, like, trying to sleep by example, but also, like, being very conscious with the words I make and uh, just always keep encouraging the young guys because, you know, I understand how they're doing. So just giving words of advice and saying, hey, like, I know it's hard, but, like, you got to get through it. Just keep pushing. Keep competing with yourself, and you're going to be just fine. You haven't uh, – you played, you came back and practiced, all that, but – you haven't been a starter on the football field for, it's going to be 18 months when the season starts. Yeah. Today you're running number one for sure. Mm -hmm. Does that feel more normal for you? It it does. It does. But, you know, I changed my number, you know, mostly because I just feel like I just want to come in with something to prove. You know, 48's done a lot of things here, but number five hasn't done anything on this field. So just trying to, you know, make a name for myself right now. So like, either I'm a one right now or not, like I'm just trying to prove myself. You were thinking of moving to number four last year. What yeah. happened to that? Uh, it was one day in the off season where I was just wearing like my 48 like workout shirt and it just felt so good that I just I just knew I had to switch back like there was there was no uh, I mean I was injured too so it wasn't as if I was gonna wear for that much anyway so so ZTF took that number away yeah from he definitely robbed me but it's all good why <laughs> five man uh, kind of the reason why I came here you know was Miles Bryant 
he was a walk-on. He, like, worked his way up, got a scholarship. Ryan Bowman with the same story, number 55. One of my favorite Husky linebackers is Michael Jackson, you know, so 5'5", 5'5", 5'5", So <laughs> just, uh, just, just felt right. Tell him you're going to break his record you know what? You know what? I was at his uh, Hall of Fame thing, and he was like, I thought you were going to break the record last year. I'm like, well, I was hurt. But, <laughs> yeah, he, he told me to break it, so we'll see what happens. I guess what, what was it like being out there today, the first day of spring practice, and for you being out there for the first time in a long time, what was it like being out there? Man, on the it's just a blessing. Around? It is just a blessing to be out here, man. It's honestly, it's a blessing to just be talking to you guys again because it was, you know, I, I understand that it's not guaranteed. You know, things happen, so just taking it one day at a time, man, it just – just fun. I'm just really enjoying it right now. Early impressions of uh, Raylan out there? Funny. Yes. Funny guy. But no, he's, he's big, he's very explosive. You know, it's exciting to learn off of. You know, very, uh, like a very quick, twitchy guy. So, you know, it'll be fun to play with him for sure. I don't know that when you came here, you expected to have a sixth college football season. Uh, we didn't see what was coming in the world, right? But, yeah. but here you are with this bonus year, and there's expectations that are through the roof. Well, what's it like to go into this final game? Uh, it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is like last year and to me it's honestly just like maximizing my days you know I can't do anything about September right now so the only thing I can do is just like focus and try to be the best player I can be today and keep sacking those days and see where we get to uh not being entitled and not thinking that like if we just do the work we're gonna get it we have to earn every single day we have to earn every single win and we got a tough schedule like Boise State Tulsa Michigan State that is not an easy non-conference schedule so we gotta be ready so yeah Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Coach Morrell, uh, I was just curious. One of the things that really stood out to me in Coach DeBoer's um, press conference Friday was this idea of cross-training defensive backs. What, what does that mean to you? Well, just we got to create depth. We have several sub packages where we put a lot of guys on the field in different positions, and and something we did um, on a regular basis, especially from the the last half of the season going forward. And so, just want to make sure that everybody uh, can play multiple spots for us. Okay. And and where's maybe kind of the the biggest example that you could point Washington fans out to and show this is a situation where we've got guys who we think have position versatility. The guys that have position versatility for us, yeah. that's the question. Um, obviously, I think Cab, Cam Fab has a very good position versatility for us. Last year, he played four different spots for us. Uh, Asa Turner does, Mish Powell does, Dom Hampton does. Um, hopefully, younger guys, um, Tristan Dunn is a guy that we think could potentially have some positional versatility for us. So those would probably be the core guys. And with the new guys that came in, specifically like uh, Muhammad and Dixon, were, did you have position or cross training in mind? No, those them? guys strictly corner. Yeah, those guys strictly corner. Okay. So when maybe even recruiting going forward, is that something that you all of a sudden now have to kind of factor into the mix? Well, we've always got to get our best eleven guys on the field, you know, and it's specifically when it comes to certain situations in the game, when we get into you know putting six DBs in there in a dime situation, you know, we got to get our best eleven guys out on the field in those critical situations to get off the field, and so that's always a focus for us. So I was going to say, so when you have a guy that's doing pretty well at a couple different positions. How do you determine which are your best five guys back there? You know, it, it, I mean, it plays out. I think there's two things. It's number one is trust, um, and trust is always a two-way street. And so uh, those guys, uh, understanding what they're doing, creates trust in the coaching staff, and then they trust their techniques, that they have to learn different techniques in different spots and use those. Um, so it's really about that first and foremost. Um, and then secondly, it's just guys, I mean, guys that are, are, are winning playing time through every facet of everything they do, we're going to find a way to get them on the field. When you talk specifically about Muhammad and Dixon, what did you really like about them in the recruiting process going forward? Well, like uh, in terms of um, in terms of Thaddeus, you know, he's got some great length, uh, really good, solid man-to-man player here initially. Um, you know, big ceiling for him. Uh, in terms of uh, Jabbar, you know, Jabbar's got uh, a lot of snaps under his belt, a very veteran football player, and so you know, he's played a lot of. You know, he's played whatever he played last year, what 800, 900 snaps. In the, He's a very high IQ football player that can uh, be very successful doing a lot of different things. I was going to say, when it comes to traits, and, and maybe you do list them from 1 to 10, whatever the most valuable one is, experience would even be more valuable than, say, the, the, the fact that he's not a super rangy guy. or Yeah, no, guy. I mean, I think I think it's, it's, it's specific to need. You know, I think that's always the thing. It's specific to need, and, and certainly, you know, we felt like um, you know, an opportunity to bring in a veteran presence, that's something Having a having a steady hand over the top of things while some young guys are starting to come around to getting their first reps and being on the field. Seems like when the idea of cross training comes, especially with the veteran guys, it seems like the two guys that really jump out are Don Hampton and Mish Powell. What what do you think are their best positions right now? Well, I think I mean obviously Mish played a lot of corner for us last year. You know, taking a look at him at the nickel right now, and he's he did play nickel. I mean, in the depth chart as we went through parts of the season, mm-hmm. he didn't play a lot of nickel, but he repped a lot of nickel during the year because we got uh, fairly thin there right. midway through the season. So, you know, he's got great body mass, uh, physical, 
physical player right. and like to be able to bring that physicality closer to the box. Um, and then I think Dom's got great range, you know, and, and um, being able to free him up at times a little bit to roam and run the field a little bit more. And that's why uh, that's why we've kind of moved those guys around a little bit. Other than building depth, what was the, the, the maybe the overriding thing that you really learned about your guys when you did your season review? What was the overriding thing we learned or just, coming out just, of the season? What were the review? things that, you know, obviously are kind of shaping what you want to do? Yeah, in well, I think a couple of things. I think, first of all, it's just that we have, have uh, you know, the top end of our group has really good football IQ. And that's always exciting when you're, you know, put in a position where you got to, you know, press to develop those guys from a technique standpoint. But when they can do some high IQ things, that's a big major asset. And I felt like at times we were able to do that. Um, in terms of development stuff for this spring, it's really about improving our depth. Mm-hmm. Um, depth became a very significant issue for us throughout the season last year, as everybody knows. And so we've got to improve our depth. And, and you know, especially in this league right now, with the types of offenses we have to stop, I mean, you're only going to be as good as the, the guys that are in your two deep. Yeah. And when, and when it looks like the guys that played a lot last year that were kind of forced into action, whether it was a Banks or a Green, um, you know, McCallisteen, some of these guys, yeah. who are the young guys that you feel did the offseason work to really propel themselves? And it showed up. Up even on day one today. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, you know Jay Green is certainly a, a young man that we're pressing on right now because he did he got thrown into absolutely got thrown into the fire last year, so we're pressing on him. He had a great offseason training session for us, uh, and then I go come back. Tristan Dunn. Um, put on 10 pounds, uh, learn the playbook, you know, a guy that we can anticipate being able to help us out, and that's a big push. So both those guys need to have monster spring for us. Dominic Hampton. There's a lot of plays to be made, though. What is it about your either your build or your skill set that you think they're kind of trying to take advantage of moving you back there? Um, physicality, for sure. So just having someone that can come down and, and run support and also help out in the pass game as well. What, what do you – what, did the coaches come to you about moving to safety? Uh, we, we came together mutually. We said we met like we met halfway, pretty much. So yeah, it was a it was a mutual decision that we think this would be a successful spot for me. This is kind of the third spot that you've played at yeah. since you got here. You played outside corner, and then you played husky last right. year. What is this a more comfortable fit for you? Do you think or um, I think I think it is more comfortable for me overall, and the skill set I bring, I think it, it fits me specifically. So I think I can utilize my physicality and tackling in, in different ways, and strong safety allows me to do that. Is the communication a little bit different? I know that uh, one of the things the coaches said about Alex Cook last year, Asa Turner, that they were really good communicators. It has to go through you now. Is that yeah. a little bit different too? It definitely is different. So the calls I made at Husky was really just to me in the corner. But as I told um, him over here that I'm talking to the Will, the Zeke end, the corner, myself, Mike sometimes, so I'm giving a lot of different communications, and that's one of my big roles to communicate get everybody on the same page. Do you like having that responsibility? A yeah, they're gonna have to listen to me. So yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what were sort of your impressions of the, the Husky position, just playing that all last year? Um, you know, it was it was fun overall, but I think just from my specific skill set, safety would fo- suit me a little bit better overall. Uh, you, you talked about battle a little bit, Tom, but now you're sort of a veteran in this group, and there's a lot of young players in the secondary how have you filled into that role as a leader um just getting everybody on the same page making sure there's there's no there's no step backs when um twos and threes go on the field make sure we're all moving like a one cohesive unit why does safety suit you better uh it allows me to just come downhill and hit and that's really what i like to do yeah i think last year you know the one thing we learned is you want to have enough um and so we, we brought in enough guys um and so excited about them Caleb Presley being one of those guys, just now, now you can talk about it finally yeah. signed. Just, what, what makes him such a good corner? I think he's confident. 
Um, I think he's competitive, um, and that's the one thing I saw when I had a chance to go watch him live. I mean, the kid, he competes. Um, he loves it. And, shoot, we, we're zooming right now just in terms of install and stuff like that, and he's soaking it all up. Can you give me a scouting report on Jabbar Scouting report in terms of? Just, you know, if I'm a fan up in the stands seeing you know, him for the first time, what kind of a player am I going to see? A competitive kid. Ultra, ultra competitive. Um, competes, snap in, snap out. The game's very important to him. Um, and I, I think the people see that the way he plays. Can he be out there on an island? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's shown that in his career. I mean, the kid started a lot of games in the Big 12, and you watch his film. I mean, he's going up against the best of the best. You finally got a little bit of depth last year. It was kind of scary with the amount of depth that you had, but it looks like Elijah Jackson is making a move, and it looks like Javion Banks. Uh, uh, Javion Green has made a move, too. Can you talk about Javion and Elijah a little bit? Yeah, you know, Javion being a true freshman last year, and EJ um, being a redshirt freshman, so those guys were able to get thrown in the fire, and now the one thing we got to do is take the next step. Um, and I'm looking forward to both of them doing that. Thaddeus Dixon, thoughts on him? Really impressive. He had a good first day. Um, you know, it's never until you get to watch the film, but he made a couple plays, uh, broke up some passes, so pleased. What was it about? Because when I talked to him, he mentioned that you guys go back all the way to Fresno State way, way back. You were always on him. What is it about him and your relationship that just kind of clicked? I mean, when I, when I saw him play, it's just how competitive he was. Um, and I, I was out at practice, and I was watching a bunch of guys, and he just stood out, um, and he competed uh, at a high level. Um, and that's what really got me to watching him. And then the more and more you watch him and you watch his tape, I mean, the kid's physical, and he loves to compete. So excited about him and happy he's in the room. Who would you say has improved the most from fall until now? It's hard to say because it was first day, you know. Um, it, it's, it's really hard to say. Hopefully everybody. Um, but we'll, we'll get a chance to watch the film, and I'll be able to answer that better. You talked a lot about competition. Is that like kind of when you're on the recruiting trail and you, you just kind of go look at the film? Is that the first thing you'd look for in a corner, just somebody who's out there competing on every single rep? Correct, because like, like you guys know, sometimes you're out there on an the island, so you know you want the guys when the ball is in there, they can go compete and make a play and win. Um, and so that's one of the things that we look for. Senior leadership makes coaches' jobs a little bit easier. And losing a guy like Alex Cook, who's out there calling the plays, calling the defense, been through the battles and war, how do you replace a guy like Alex Cook? And who's going to be that coach out on the field? I mean, it's really a collective effort. You know, um, the, the one thing about Alex is he, he set the foundation um, for how we do things around here. And so I'm looking forward to everybody stepping up to replace him. It's not just one guy, it's the whole unit. It's kind of wild, you know, because when you see guys come in as a freshman and then there just seems to be a point where it kicks in and they go from being you know, a high school kid to being a man out on the football field. You know, talk, can you talk a little bit about that and if you're seeing some of that from some of the younger guys out there? Yeah, you know, like I said, it's the, it's the first day. So um, I think the one thing that they know is we're going to play the best players, and I think they saw that last year. So it's really just going out there and competing and competing at a high level, um, continue to process the playbook um, and do all those things. And they're, they're doing a good job as a group. Just one more thing, you know, just uh, Julius Irvin. He looked, I mean, I, I called him the crash test dummy because yeah. he just looked beat up all the yeah. time. But uh, he finally had to hang it up. Can you talk a little bit about Julius Irvin? Yeah, you know, we, we love Juice. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, the injuries kind of derailed his career. But he, he's a great person. Um, going to miss the heck out of him, and I know that kid's going to be successful. Elijah Jackson. A lot faster. Take care of my body, getting healthier, so it's good. Coach Mack um, is getting everybody right, and I appreciate that, so... I'm definitely coming in with a different mentality. It's getting stronger. I gained, I'm 195 right now, so I gained a couple of pounds getting stronger, so I feel good. How much did last season help gain that mentality and just kind of sharpen your mindset? Just good, just getting, finally getting the reps, the game reps, game reps. And I feel like 
Coach Juice and the, this whole staff getting us ready. Um, game ex, um, practice execution becomes game reality, and I feel like we focus on that. So everybody's improving day by day and getting better. But I feel like last season definitely helped me just feeling what it's like to win. You know what I mean? Getting that winning, that winning mentality. And once you win, it's addicting, so you don't want to stop. So just have that mentality now feels good. I remember, I think, the first day of fall camp last year, you stood up in front of the team and kind of made a statement. Does that energy carried over to the spring? Definitely, definitely. We want to come be more intense in the offense. I think that matters. In my heart, this is DBU. You know what I mean? The big O and all that is cool, but it's still it's still DBU. So we, we definitely have to keep that mentality. And I feel like it definitely translated. Just everybody just turned, having fun, competing. And I feel like that's what makes us good. What was it like last year? You, you got on the field for the first time, also battling injuries. I mean, how, how frustrating was that? Just trying to trying to get healthy, stay healthy. It was frustrating. I feel like it took away the like it takes away your momentum when you're when you get hurt. But just keeping a, a good mentality, um, trusting God. I feel like that's very important. Trusting God, trusting the process, and He has a plan. So I, I just stuck with that, and just it, it it actually helped. It's not it was a blessing and a curse at the same time because now it, it it taught me to take care of my body and. It, you only have one, you know what I mean? It's real important. So I feel like it was a blessing that curse from God. What did you do to change maybe some diet stuff? Just kind of change your body? Ice bath, ice bath, ice bath, ice bath, ice bath. I feel like a lot of people think that's old school and they try to get into the, um, the cryotherapy and this and that. But I feel like an old school ice bath definitely takes a soreness away. So I feel like that was one big thing I changed. I've been asked this, but Coach DeBoer mentioned you had a 40-inch vertical this offseason. Yeah. Um, was it a? Do you feel like it was a big step forward for you this, uh, this year? I definitely do. Last last me out of forty three, but I gained. I went from like one eighty three to one eighty one ninety five. So just trying to get my feet under me, getting that explosion back. It, it feels good to know I gained the right weight. You know what I mean, muscle, and be able to just to jump that. And Coach Mack does a great job with the program. And I every I take he. I, you can give me the credit, but it's really him. Just you know what I mean. I'm living through him with, with his ethics and work mentality and how he pushes us. So. How'd you get hurt in practice or something? Yeah, it was it was practice. Yeah, I, I tweaked I tweaked some, but and this is a nagging. You know what I mean? Over this nagging injury, but it, it's better now. Lower body. Yeah, lower. It, it's good now though. Were there any other testing numbers you were you were proud of or that you um, My broad was a ten eleven, so that was proud of that. Yeah, but um, just I just want to keep you know to keep better myself because the only person you can really compete with is yourself, and once you become the best you, that's what really matters. So I think just keep trying to one up myself. I think that's a big thing. So, so all you young corners last year had to go through a real learning process. A lot of you were hurt, and then in the off season, you brought in five new guys mm-hmm. in that position. How do, how do you feel about that? Um, it's good. Everybody competition elevates people. You know what I mean. So I wouldn't be the best me. If there wasn't good, great competition, people that compete, but at the same time, our culture and our DB room is so great that someone might, you know, eyes might be high, and I'm like, hey, bro, your eyes are too high. My feet might not be set correctly, and everybody's trying to elevate each other. We want everybody to be the best they can, and that's only going to elevate our game. So, competition is healthy. Competition is good. We're all a family in there. We all elevate each other. So I feel like that's good. What about the competition out there now from those uh, that receiving room? Yeah, it's good. I mean, that better make. Better. Our receiver has always been good, always been great. They just didn't get the credit they deserve, but now the nation's seen it. But I, we, it's easy in the games for me and for our the rest of the DBs because we go against great receivers every day and great offensive minds. So we, we both complement each other. I mean, great DBs, great receivers. So I feel like once we get out to the real game, it's like practice. 
we practice harder than the games, and I honestly believe that. Offseason, what did you specifically work on? It looks like the team emphasis was on strengthening and all that. What did you work on? Uh, yes, just off of strengthening, like you said. I also worked on just being clean and out of my breaks, being efficient in all my breaks, worked on my speed, strength. Overall, it's my overall game. You know, I want to be consistent this year, not having one good game and then one medium game, then one average game, then another good game. Just consistently a straight 14, 15 really good games. Leadership is something I've been seeing you looked upon. Have you give that some thought or you know, what kind of leader are you going to be or are you? Uh, yes, the coaches really get on me and really harp on me being a leader. So I try to not just be a leader with the DBs, but be a leader on the whole team, not just the defense, but even the offense. Whether that's if I see someone jogging, whether that if I see someone I know they can get the most effort. I'm not really just focused on the DBs. I'm really focused on the whole team now this year on making sure everybody's on the same page, you know, so we don't play another that game. High expectations, opportunity, or is it more of a burden, you know, given what this program, what's expected in this program? All right. Sorry, did you say that again? Yeah. High expectations for the program. Oh, yes. High expectations. You know, we plan on, we don't plan on losing the day when it comes to workouts. We don't plan on losing the day when it comes to training. So we don't plan on losing the game either. So that's, that's our idea for sure. Just how important is consistency? You talked about your consistency, but how important is it to get the young guys to understand that the whole team, that every game, every practice, and every step? I think it's really good. I mean, you're, you're as strong as your weakest link, so we need to be from the top guy to the bottom guy. Everybody needs to be on the same tangent, on the same line, on the same string. So I think it's very important that when everyone is on the same line, knowing that being consistent and having consistent stacking good days on top of good days and kind of that making that your DNA that you're only used to custom having good days. So then when you do have a bad day, it's almost like, okay, that was just out of the blue, but you don't get um, accustomed to bad days. You know, we're trying to stack all good but good days. How do you look at all the, the DBs now? Because you got a lot of new faces out there right. and everything. Yeah. How did the first practice go, and was it like seeing all those guys? The first practice went really well. You know, we've got some things we got to clean up, but overall, it's just fun. You know, I'm kind of the older guy now, kind of the older. I feel young, but I'm still considered as the older guy. But it's fun. It's a good time just trying to get all the young guys on the same page, building up to the standard that we know that is held up here in uh, our death row defense. And it's overall, yeah, we're just working hard. I guess, obviously, how, how do you feel about the, the new guys coming in, you know, to, to replace those, those other guys? Uh, how are they fitting in, and how, what have you seen so far? From them? Oh, they're fitting really well. You know, these guys are really athletic. These guys got speed, strength. You know, they're a lot more advanced than I was when I was coming up. So, I mean, that's good. We're just getting to make sure they're locked on the playbook, and they're working hard. They're upstairs with Coach Morell, Coach Juice, and they're just watching tapes, just studying, really working hard, and that's something that we really appreciate, especially when you're a young guy. Why number three? Number three? Well, it wasn't anything specific. So when I first got here, I wore 34. And I just wasn't a big fan of 34. So I went to 23 because I didn't want 24. I mean, because I didn't want 34. That's why I switched to 23. So now I got the actual, like, option. Like, even though I knew 23 was a good number, I was like, okay, I do have a good number, but I want to get an even nicer number. So I chose number three. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> last, last fall camp, um, I think it was, um, you saw... Uh, Umu Ale go down. You yeah. said you got down on your knee and you prayed for him. Mm -hmm. Yes. When um, somebody went down to practice earlier yes. today, same thing. Same exact thing, of course, most definitely. You know, I'm a Kojic man, Church of God in Christ, and you know, I believe and I have faith in God, and I just was praying for Mo, make sure he's okay, and you know, pray for him and everything. Can you speak a little bit about your positional versatility and like what that like allows you to do defensively? Right. I think so. Yeah, I'm uh, slide slide inside a little bit today. I think it just shows that I can do it all. 
I can play safety, I can play corner, I can play nickel. I think it just shows that, one, I know the defense, I know the scheme, so it's easy just to plug and play and meet certain spots where that certain packages. But then also, you know, just be able to make plays from different angles. You know, there's a lot of different plays you can make from safety, you can from corner, you can from husky. So just showing my versatility, I think that's probably the main thing. That conversation come about to go from playing corner to like, hey, you know, they want to they want to try your husky, try right. safety a little bit. Yeah, it was just kind of like a strength thing, you know, you know, me being last year in the boundary, making a lot of tackles, and now I get to be more involved in the run game as well as still be able to cover guys like J-Mac and Giles and going against them and getting really good work in the slot, as well as blitzing, as well as being able to recognize plays. You know, I'm a really smart player, so being in that nickel position, I can kind of see things and then communicate that to Asa, and then we can kind of be on the same string on what to kind of anticipate and what to expect. Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.